Welcome to the Lynn Sanity, a podcast for the Running Hook Podcast Network. And welcome to the second week in a row of Shouty Sanity. <laughs> and this time, I'm not joined by Zach Griffith. I'm not joined by Caleb Lynn. I'm joined by my good friend, J.D. Hall. Yo. My man, J.D., we have co-hosted a pod together. I've been a guest on his show. But I don't think I've ever hosted J.D. before. No, nah, not on Shoddy Sanity. No. This might be one of the only ones we haven't worked together on. Right. This is this is a special edition here, folks. You guys are in for a real treat. And you know, and you know we're we're gonna keep it NBA this week before before me and Caleb start getting into football. So we're 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 gonna go we're gonna write NBA. I got the right guy for it. I'm ready to rock. But before we get ready to rock, don't forget. Please rate and subscribe our channel. We got other shows going on right now. JD and and our guy, the founder, AB, just put out a power hour. You know they're thugging it out on there. They're giving you the good content. But so are we over here. Triple C with Zach Griffith. I'm sure he's got some things cooking up. Uh, you know, he's been off since since we ended Obi-Wan Kenobi, but that's all right. Um, I'm sure he'll be back here pretty soon. But without further ado... JD, we have to talk about the latest NBA rumor talk. Donovan Mitchell, back in the trade rumors, apparently Utah is willing to listen to packages. They have made it known that they are focused on draft capital first and foremost, just in uh, just like the Rudy Gobert trade to, to much of JD Hall's chagrin, oh, finally gosh. off the Utah Jazz. Man, I'm sure he's got plenty of thoughts on that. But we're, but right now we're here to talk, talk about Donovan Mitchell. JD, I want to lead off with this. Does this make sense for the Jazz to trade Donovan Mitchell at this point? I'd say yeah. I mean, they're not gonna get any better. I, I think they should have blew it up in versus like you know how um. Portland team was together for a while. Uh, the Wall and Beal teams was together for a while. Um, even Luca and Porzingis, they had them about two, three years trying to make it work. I say it's about time because we could say Spider and Gobert been what? Spider was drafted in sixteen. I believe so. Yeah, sixteen. 17. Wow, it's been that long. So I mean, he literally they they. They've been through it together, and they – I think they made out the first round once, twice, twice, I believe. Yeah. Never, never met a conference finals. It's time to blow it up. We we saw – I mean, hell, we saw a much better duo and team constructed and Blake Griffin and Chris Paul get blew up before because they couldn't get there. There's no reason why these two should – they don't even like each other. Right. Yeah. I mean, after the COVID thing happened, I mean, there was always reports of, of him and Gobert not getting along. Uh, you know, they publicly said that's not true. But I'm, this kind of tells me otherwise, in my opinion. Yeah. 
I mean, Gobert was was traded. They got quite the haul for Rudy Gobert, which I think is a joke in and of itself. Definitely not worth it. It's such a joke. And, and I, I don't I still don't see the value in playing Carl Anthony Towns and Gobert together. I mean, maybe it works, but I don't see it. I, d- I don't I don't see that either. They, they uh, not the Marcus Cousins and Anthony Davis. No, the, the skill level not there. I mean, no, who, who, who do they want them to be? Hakeem and Ralph Sampson. It's not going to work. Like it, it just, it just don't fit. And they brought in Rudy Gobert. This, this, this is what makes me mad about the the whole trade, Bryce. They brought in Rudy Gobert because Minnesota couldn't defend the paint in the playoffs, right? Yeah. We saw Rudy Gobert not defend the paint <laughs> the last five six years in the playoffs. Literally, he's a target. <laughs> So you bring in somebody who can't do what you asking him to do. It's literally blasphemy. I don't understand it. I'm like, so y'all want him to come in and to do the one thing he hasn't been able to do in the playoffs. Makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it's a joke. I I still don't understand it, but I tell you what, Danny Ainge did his job in that Go Bear trade. He got got a lot back. He got players, and he and he got his picks. So hey, man, more power to you. But I mean, Donovan Mitchell. I mean, he he averaged twenty six points last last season um, in sixty seven games, thirty four about thirty four minutes a game. I mean, this is a guy that can help transform a franchise or put a contender uh over the top uh especially in either conference the east or the west so jd my question to you is this where do you want to see donovan mitchell go but what do you think is the right fit um well i want him to go with someone where i think he'll be challenged because anybody that listens to the power hour or has heard me talk about Donovan Mitchell, the last two playoffs has been he hates going left. He's only going to pull up if he has to go left. If you if you allow him to go back right, he, he's going to do it 10 times out of 10. So I want to go see him go somewhere where he'll be challenged to not just develop his game, but also be in a winning situation that honestly – the team where I say, I think. I know this is coming. I, I think. I, think, uh, I knew this is coming. I think it, it's about two or three leaders that'll get on this trail. And when I say these names, they're going to make him get better. Shall I start with the one that been there? Go, go, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I would love to see Bam, Jimmy, and Kyle, uh, of course Kyle you Lowry get him, get him right. I, I, I can see it fitting. I can see it working. I mean, you're trying to, but I mean, think there's no way you can keep those three guys and acquire Donovan Mitchell. Him and Bam, him and Bam couldn't be on the same team because they both on the rookie extensions, but. Right. But I mean, you would have to give up one or the other, not because of that, but I don't think in a trade package, you're going to be able to get Donovan Mitchell and keep Bam Lowry and Butler together. Nah, they can. They got the money. It's Pat Riley, man. Oh come on, man! It's Pat Riley. I knew, I knew you were. I knew you were gonna come out the gate with Miami. I knew you were gonna start there. I mean, I don't see another team where he can fit in seemingly, and his game progress at the same time. Because I thought about possibly like younger teams around his age. I don't hmm. think he fit well with uh, Memphis. 
I, I would love to see him and John try to play off each other. I don't think he fit well with Memphis. They'd be too small. Yeah. Um, I thought about why didn't why didn't Minnesota go after him instead of Gobert? Bring God, in, that would have been great. Bring in another score. Let Anthony Edwards play the three. Let Vanderbilt move to the four. Uh, then you still got D'Lo. Well, they probably would have traded D'Lo. Uh, probably. But even still, I mean, I, Patrick Beverly take on the defensive end. You keep Pat Bev, you give up D'Lo. Since Donovan Mitchell not that great a defender, we saw Anthony Edwards step up on the defensive end. We know Vanderbilt likes to play defense. You know, miss it up that way. Um, but they, they went after the sorry one in the bunch. Um I was interested in seeing what he could have did before this move was made. I was interested in seeing had he went to Atlanta, but then they wouldn't have got the Jate Murray. Then I thought about possibly before, and I hate this team. Well, I hate this organization. I don't hate this team. I was interested in seeing what if the Pacers went after him. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I thought that was, I thought about that actually. I, I thought I, about I was, that. I was thinking like when I heard they was, uh, I was hoping they kept Brogdon if they went after uh, Donovan Mitchell to have both of them guys, to have scores around a guy, and I wanted them to go after Aiden. I thought those three could actually make it work, but then Boston pulled out the Brogdon trade. I said, hell no, nah, I don't want Donovan Mitchell playing with nobody because they didn't even pull off the DeAndre Ain move yet. What you know, about what? And guess about it. What about, what about Halliburton? I like Halliburton, but I didn't never want Halliburton going there. <laughs> oh, come on, man. Ha- Halliburton, mean, Halliburton, Halliburton and Donovan Mitchell will be a nice that, backcourt together. That would be very I would nice. Like I would like that. But another team, this is another team, but I don't, they would have to trade this trash dude, and I don't know if they willing to do it. I wouldn't mind seeing him go relieve some pressure off Embiid and Harden. Ah. They will have to trade Tobias Harris. They not going to trade him. No. I do not know why they are so gung-ho on Tobias Harris. I think Maxi would have to be in that deal, too. He, he would. But they just got DeAnthony Milton, so I'm not hurting. Maxi's got, Maxie's got the upside, though. Yeah, he's not better than Maxi, but at the same time, he, he provides some good, nice scoring. Yeah, yeah. I, I, it'll be interesting to see how this shakes out. But JD, I've I've actually I actually have some trade scenarios here. Okay. That uh, I want to I want to toss your way, and um, this is actually the segment that we've uh, we've done the past couple weeks. All right. So you have two choices when I give you these scenarios. Okay, I'm going to give you the scenario. I'm going to tell you which GM you are. Okay. Okay. And then you have to choose either between pick up the phone or send them to voicemail. Okay. Okay. So the, uh, the team that's been heavily rumored in the Donovan Mitchell sweepstakes has obviously been the New York Knicks. I, I noticed that you didn't mention them um, <laughs> in your fits or where you'd like to see them go. But nonetheless, the Knicks are here because they have um, a lot of draft capital. I believe they have eight first rounders that can be moved. Uh-huh. Um, 
So I, I'm curious about this. And the Knicks do not, they've been adamant that they do not want to trade RJ Barrett or Julius Randle in the deal. Um, I, good luck pulling that off, but, but I think I have something that might be of interest to you. Okay. So you are Danny Ainge in the jazz in this scenario. So the Knicks obviously received Donovan Mitchell. Uh-huh. The jazz receive Emmanuel quickly. Obi Toppin and Evan Fournier and four first rounders. JD, you are the Jazz. What are you doing and why? If I'm Utah, I pick up the phone. Um, I mean, we don't got nothing over there anymore. Anyway, let's just go on the fire out, sell all our, all the young guys and um, all the vets, let them go somewhere. We just try to develop the uh, uh, young, young, young superstars. I mean, quickly got a ton of upside. Ob like like um, Vanderbilt young, but I think he because he had that playoff taste, he's not going to want to stay there and miss the playoffs. Uh, we know Pat Bev will have, have to get traded. Um, Jordan Clarkson will have to be traded. Absolutely. Mike Mike Conley will have to go somewhere else. Um, Bogdanovich will have to go somewhere. I, I, I say take it. I mean, uh, four first-rounders is a lot. On top of the, the, what, four that they got for Gobert? Yeah. I mean, that's eight first-rounders that you got to play with. And, I mean, clearly they're they not looking for a superstar. So, they don't need to try to go out to Randall or R.J. Barrett. And me, personally, I would try to go out to R.J. Barrett, but I don't want to see R.J. Barrett up in Utah. No, I don't want to no. see Donovan Mitchell in New York, honestly. That's why I didn't bring that team up. <laughs> I, I would hate to see him in New York. I just think it's an absolute joke that, I mean, immediately after, I mean, you saw it, right? So right. the news comes out that Donovan seconds. Mitchell, right, right. The Knicks are quickly putting together a package. I mean, I, <laughs> I immediately texted Zach, you know, Zach hates the Knicks with a passion yeah. and, and he's like, I'm just out of energy. I can't, I can't give any more energy to this. It's ridiculous. I, I it's embarrassing. I, I, I hate everything Knicks related. Like everything has to go back to the Knicks or the Lakers. And I'm so sick of it. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, the Lakers thing. I mean, that's that's starting to cool down a little bit, but I'm sure, you know, it'll yeah, heat back they, up for sure. They, they'll be in the Donovan Mitchell sweepstakes net, like tomorrow morning. Oh, probably, probably. So here's another scenario though for you, J.D. Again, you are the Jazz. Okay. This time the Heat have a package. Okay. So the Heat received Donovan Mitchell. The Jazz... Received Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson, Gabe Vincent, and a 2023 first-round pick. If you are Danny Ainge, what are you doing here, JD? Um, I answer. You're picking up the phone on that. Yeah, I mean, you gotta think about like you only get one first-round pick though. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, Donovan. I mean, what's his name? Tyler Hero is better than. Everybody that you got in the last trade. Like, literally, he's better than everybody you got in the Is he, though? Is he, though? I'm not sold on Tyler Hero. And and miss me on him, I mean, you know, wanting a max extension. Miss me on that, please. I I, I didn't say he deserved that. Don't, don't. I'm not going there. I don't think he deserved that. But, I mean, when you think about it, 
Only player who can score as much as him is Malik Beasley, right? Yeah. Or Clarkson, if he's there. Yeah, but they didn't trade for him. I'm okay, I got you. I got you. From this recent trade. I mean, Hero is an all around better player than Malik Beasley. So I, I, I like that. And then you got um, none, nobody involved can shoot better than Duncan Robinson. And he still got a lot of potential that he still can unlock. He's 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 dang near he was unplayable. He was unplayable in, in the playoffs and and honestly all season. Yeah, I mean they found the formula that worked for them, but that don't mean he couldn't work over there in Utah. Utah was able to play. Um, let me see. Utah actually, I ain't gonna lie. They form a style is trash anyway, so. I mean, well, they, it could be different with their with their new head coach. Yeah, I mean they 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 was playing anything they that walked through the door. I mean they was playing what what the heck is this guy named Ingles Bogdanovich? No, it's not Ingles. It's, it's the it's the big that was trying to shoot threes, and I hated every time he stepped on the court. Um, her name Gomez. No, nah, I like her name Gomez. It's the I other do too. It's Bo Cruz, guy. man, Bo Cruz. It's it's the other guy. I cannot think his name because he sucked to me. Trey like, Lyles. No, nah, I like Trey Lyles. Uh, just, no. <laughs> I mean, you got to think of what he went this. With, with I know, this. I know. He's the hometown kid. I know, I know no. Trey Lyles, but I like, didn't really I like, pan out. Nah, he didn't. Oh, gosh, he didn't. Oh, uh, what? <laughs> I cannot think of this guy's name right now. I, I have to look him up. Favors? No, nah, no. Nah, he was, um, I believe, European. I got to look. I got to look their team up. But I hate it every time he was on the court. I'd rather have somebody who I'd rather have Duncan Robinson on the court who at least can shoot. Yeah, we know what we know where he fails at. We know this, but they don't have any shooters anyway. That's true. That's true. Like it's not a situation where they can really say they can't really be picky. You know, they really can't be too picky. Oh, I think he a free agent and his name not popping up on a uh, roster. But I, I I don't know. Honestly, I feel like by him being a shooter that, that he is, and we saw him prior to this year, we, we saw him have some big nights. I mean, he had a big night in the playoffs. Yeah. What was it, game one? I think so. In game one, opening round, he, he what, went 9 for 11 from the three. Yeah, so but I, that was never heard from again. No, it wasn't, and they needed that. But, I mean, at the same time, who do they got that can do that? They don't have nobody anyway. It's not like they they really can pick and choose because they don't got shooters. Yeah. And um, who was the other name? Gabe Vincent? Yeah, Gabe Vincent, yeah. Gabe Vincent is tough. I like Gabe He's Vincent. a gamer, man. I love Gabe Vincent. That that he's just tough. He, he is go get He he's somebody that I feel like not only does he just somehow know how to make tough shots, but he's tough. He's he's really a grinder. And he's like a LeBron I, guy, man. LeBron guy, you know. Yeah, I would never say that. I would never, I would never say that. What, like a LeBron role play guy? Yeah, because I would don't want LeBron with a guy like him. 
<laughs> well, I don't either, but I mean, it, I mean, it's true. I mean, that's the type of guys, those are the type of guys that LeBron should be wanting to sign instead of, you know, wash people like Avery Bradley and, you know, Wes Matthews and Kent Bazemore and yeah, man, but like, whatever, just a bunch of stuff that don't fit. Whatever. Anyway, I got one more trade scenario and this one's a doozy JD. This is a four team trade. Four-team okay. trade. This is a four-team trade. This is actually a trade that Bobby Marks from ESPN, and I like Bobby Marks. I like Bobby Marks. This is what he's come up with. And this, and I'll be honest, JD, if this trade actually happened, I think it would probably break Twitter. Okay. Okay. So you need stay with me here. All right. I'll, I'm putting it all together. All right. So the Nets would receive Donovan Mitchell, Mikhail Bridges, and Miles Turner. Okay, Brooklyn. So be a sentence on a move. Okay. The Pacers would receive DeAndre Ayton. Okay, figured. The Suns would acquire Kevin Durant. Okay. And the Jazz would get Cam Thomas, Ben Simmons, five number ones and three pick swaps from Phoenix. So, if you are if you are Sean Marks, the Nets GM, what are you doing if if that trade is proposed to you? Cuz I think the Jazz do that deal all day long. So, you say Brooklyn receives Donovan Mitchell, yep. Kale Bridges and Miles Turner. Yes. And I still got Carrie Irving. So I'm in I'm in it. Let's go. Let's do it. I I agree. I agree. I actually don't hate this at all. Like I think that's a that's a pretty good return. It's like for that everybody win. Right, 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 right. Because normally like the Pacers get screwed in like these mock trades. You know, like the fans that they come up with, they always try to screw us. But this yeah, one, they, like we get what we want. We get they got. Right, right. And we I would we, ask for more since they the only team that's receiving one player. Yeah, yeah, I'd probably ask for like a, a pick, even if yeah. it's like a second rounder. Just some you know? extra, like, come on now. DeAndre A not even the he's not the second best player in this. No. You could argue he's not a top three player in this, so uh, we want somebody else. Right, right. But but I think the Jazz absolutely do that, getting five first rounders. Cam yeah, Thomas, a, a young scorer. And an all-star. Right. And, and technically, you could flip Ben Simmons if you really wanted to. Yeah, absolutely. And, all, you know, the Suns get their guy. The season. Right. Right. You, you need him to be good. To, to build his value up. Right. And, exactly. And you, ship, you ship him off for something else. Absolutely. And, and I think the, the Suns get their guy that could potentially take them over the top. Well, probably will take them over the top. Yeah. And then the Pacers get their guy, too. Like, honestly, in that situation, this is about to sound very bad, but I would be like a complete a-hole if I was to receive Ben Simmons and instantly call Philadelphia like, <laughs> um, hey, oh, Daryl. Yeah, I'm, I'm calling Daryl Morey like, hey, what's up with Tobias Harris? I got this young all-star that you guys are pretty familiar with, you know. He's a, he's a lefty. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, right. He would laugh and hang up the phone so yeah, quick. It would actually be smart. He would be so mad, but I'd be like, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> we 
we know. Uh, hey, you know, you know, I'd be messing with Daryl Morey if I was in the league. You know, I would <laughs> call him every day. So what? What you want for Embiid, right? <laughs> hey, man, what, what? You want me to take Tobias Harris? Psych. <laughs> I got a song white side for you. A song for Embiid. You know, we can make that contract. Work oh out. man. Uh, anyway, it'll be interesting to see what happens with the Donovan Mitchell thing. I mean, the Jazz have said that they'd be content if they kept him. So, yeah. I mean, the pressure is on these teams to, to up the offers. They say they want something like a Rudy Gobert Hall. Yeah, they're trying to leverage it out. but Yeah, I, I get it. By them getting so much in the Rudy Gobert deal, teams is like, okay, y'all can't ask it for a lot when he's not even worth that. It's just Minnesota is stupid. Yeah, right. Exactly. Exactly. I, I don't think, yeah, the Minnesota thing, I don't understand. Like the Jonte um, got four first rounds in return. Right. And, and I value him 10 times more than I value Rudy Gobert. So right. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have gave two first rounders for Gobert. I mean, he was a 27th round pick and every pick that they got from uh, Minnesota will come before the 27th pick. So oh, um, yeah. I'm I'm sorry, like I'm not I'm not doing that. But Minnesota was completely like stupid. But I don't think any other team would be that stupid to say, "Hey, somebody who can't go left is about to get six, seven picks sent for him." Right. No, at the most, he's going to get four in four or five. But I still think that's a that's a push because. It depends on where he go. Right now, it's not a lot of teams that can sit here and just put together something super fantastic for Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, I mean, and that's the thing, because I feel like a lot of teams have probably been priced out of the market because the trade market's been so hot and people and, and some of these players are are getting, you know, ridiculous hauls for them. Like, I don't know that DeJounte Murray is worth four first round picks. I'm sorry. I I. I think he's an excellent player, but I don't know that four first rounders is it, you know? I would have messed out at three. Right. And, that, and that I think three on, is fine. Like coming from Atlanta, I, I'm messing out at three. Yeah, but they're they're going they feel like they have enough youth. And, yeah. and they need to get they probably need to get a couple vets now and they need to develop that talent and see what, what's gonna happen, which I understand. And they but, got somebody with experience and a, a, another all-star. So I think yeah. That's why they they were so willing to throw in a fourth because now DeJounte can add something new where they probably don't got to give up John Collins now. Yeah, they don't have to. And, and that's always been weird to me. Like, that's always been baffling to me. I feel like John Collins is a good young player in this league. Yeah, and I think it'd be a mistake if they give him up. I mean, him and Trey Young at one point a um, couple seasons ago had the most, um, I think, alley-oops. And then that season, it was Capella. Like, yeah, at him and him and Trey Young literally have this great chemistry on the court, but for some reason nobody wants to keep them. Maybe you got an attitude problem or something, but I've never heard it was something with how he is as a person. It just seemed like they don't want him part of the personnel. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird. But uh, anyway, moving on, DeAndre Ayton, uh, the continuing rumors of DeAndre Ayton. Um, Aiton met with the Pacers, I believe it was yesterday, uh, for a little while. Um, the rumors are that the Pacers are getting very close to offering him a max contract. Mm-hmm. There's so much stuff out there on this, right? If you know, Aiton might get might get the max deal. 
the the offer sheet from the Pacers. But then there's rumors that if the Pacers do that, that the Suns are going to match it and force a sign and trade, or the Pacers are just trying to work out a sign and trade with the with the Suns. I don't know what to believe or what's going on here. I don't know that the Suns will actually match that. Yeah. Because I don't because I don't think that they're willing to pay Aiton. And I think the Pacers are patient enough to be like, we got Miles Turner. You know, yeah, we'd like to have Aiton, but we have a center. Yeah. It's not and we got a, a young upcoming center, which JD, I don't know how much summer league you've caught. But yeah. Isaiah Jackson. Isaiah Jackson. I like him. I is, like is going to be a solid center in this league and the Pacers have him. Uh, so I think the Pacers are looking at us like, we're good. Like if you want to match it, like good luck with that. Yeah. You know, and, and good luck trying to leverage that to, to Brooklyn. Cause I don't think Brooklyn cares about Deandre. If I'm being completely honest. Yeah. Honestly, not Phoenix doesn't care for him. So I don't see why they even making this a, a bit thing. Like, I'm right. sorry. Aiden is not an all-star. Aiden, I wouldn't pay him the match. So if a team's going to be willing to, go ahead. I'm I'm not mad. He averages a double-double, though. That's fine. He's averaging a double-double. I think he's. I think he'd be a key piece on any I team. Mean, he, he could be a good piece for any team, but I, I don't think he's top-five center, and I keep saying that. But, I mean, he can – He's productive. I'm not taking that away from him, but he can be better. He has more potential. I hope that gets unlocked because then the money can add up. But as far as what right now, I'm not. I'm not giving him a match. And the fact y'all not willing to give him a match, why are y'all even going to match any offer from any team that's going to offer a match? That's stupid. Y'all don't, y'all don't think that he's worth that. So y'all go match it for a sign and trade just so y'all can bring in another player. If that was the case, y'all should have did y'all some free agent hunting and just be done with him. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. Yeah, I mean, it, it seems I, this is one of the things that James Jones, one of these moves that just puzzles me. Like he, he makes some really good moves. He makes some good draft picks. But then some things you're like, dude, what are you doing? Yeah, I don't see the direction that that this is going, and it seems gonna, desperate. If, if we're going to use this, if they're going to use this to try to bring in Kevin Durant, then they also got to be aware that they go have to force Brooklyn to trade Ben Simmons. It's too many aspects and dynamics that's going on inside of this to where. Honestly, if you just want him off your books, you got to get him off your books. Y'all don't want him, and y'all not willing to pay him. So if if this is to try to bring Kevin Durant in, they should have been making these calls a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. Well, and and now it almost seems silly that, that uh, you know, I understand why Phoenix didn't trade Aiton earlier when there were rumors of Miles Turner for, for DeAndre Aiton. I understand why, because they wanted to run it back. But here's the thing is, is Phoenix is about to be left holding their PPs in their hands with Bismack Biombo as their starting center for a championship caliber team. Yeah, and, and the thing is, I'm sorry, why the hell would we try running it back when we just saw DeAndre Aiden get dusted in the finals? We saw last um, p- this past postseason, it was not a seven-footer on the floor to defend him, and he had five points in the closeout game. I'm not trying to run that back. I'm moving on. I'm taking Miles Turner 10 times out of 10. 
Yeah, just to see if it's not. Well, I'll be honest. I'll be honest, Phoenix. Like you're not gonna. You'll probably get the same amount of production. Yeah, I, like you'll get a couple you, blocks, but yeah, he'll give, he'll give you a couple blocks, less <laughs> rebounds. He'll hit a couple threes here and there. But honestly, and he can play the pick and roll game every now and then. But yeah. honestly, you still wouldn't win. No, no. Running it, running it back wouldn't work. Make a change. And if if Mouse Turner is going to make that change, this is when you resign Javale McGee. Now you can actually have well, McGee's that. gone. McGee, yeah, McGee, but that's the thing. They didn't move. They didn't move quick enough. Yeah. If, if they move quick enough, these things could have already been resolved. You could have. You could have said, "Hey, look, we Javale, we gonna need you even more. You're gonna get more playing time. This is literally your role. We're gonna need you for this because Miles Turner can't provide this. Now you can actually convince Javale McGee. Okay, because a lot of times." JaVale McGee was getting took out because it was a guaranteed thing that the same things that he did, DeAndre Aiden was doing. Yeah. You can't you can't guarantee that with Mal Stern. So now you can actually entice him to want to come back. Yeah. Yeah. But they didn't do that. And now it's a, it's a situation where all these teams in the West are now healthy. Now y'all double, y'all, y'all, <clears throat> y'all, y'all double, y'all double as far as what y'all can do. I don't see y'all leaving the first round. Y'all barely beat, y'all barely beat um New Orleans. Yeah, they were tough. Like you 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 barely beat New Orleans. So it's a situation now where if you remain the same, you think that y'all can even repeat the regular season success y'all had. It's a lose-lose. You got to make a change somewhere, and then lose a JaVale McGee. Y'all, y'all not trying to pay DeAndre Aiden. Y'all already behind on the ball. Well, I mean, as if they get KD, if they end up with KD though, JD, does this does that make up for everything? Then they got to get rid of a lot, though. I know, I know, I know. Are we sure? Are we sure that um, any team would just be fine with taking just Mikael Bridges and uh, um, Aiden going somewhere else? How we know it won't be a team that say, "Well, we like Cam Johnson." How we know one of these other teams might not feel like they contenders and say, "Let us get Jay Crowder too." Yeah, I agree. These teams can ask for more. And then we already said this might be on as the starting center. That's not going to – they still going to have to try to retool that. I mean, KD is definitely going to take them over the top. But when you got an agent, Chris Paul, who, I mean, Patrick Beverly said a whole lot, saying people look at him like a cone. <laughs> I mean, you think people not going to try to attack Chris Paul even more this year? We got Devin Booker who, I mean – Let's be honest. Book can give you some, but you can get yours just as much as he get. Yeah. KD is the only piece where we say, that's one bad man. Nobody is scared of Devin Booker. Nobody fears. What what was it Patrick Bailey said? Nobody had trouble going to sleep for Phoenix. No. No, I I don't think so. and, And that's the thing. You losing so many pieces to bring in just KD, and we saw, we we know KD can can get you to where you need to go. But at the same time, 
when his surrounding parts don't don't invoke fear or don't make you wary just a little bit. Because Devin Booker is a valuable shooter. He's not an efficient shooter anymore. We take shots out his hand for KD. KD is an efficient shooter. You want to keep KD getting the ball when he's scoring, which is taken away from Devin Booker shots. If we could, if we could do that, and KD got to put up thirty, and Devin Booker end up with sixteen, I like those odds. They lost everything else. We know Chris right. Paul not going to try to score, which has been a knock on Chris Paul for a long time. He's not aggressive enough when he should be. Yeah, so, and I he's mean, only getting older, and he's getting hurt more often. Exactly. I think teams is it. I don't. I don't think that they uh I don't think there'll be a conference finals team, even if they get him. I agree. I agree with you 100%. So much they got to lose. Yeah. So, I mean, it'll definitely be something to keep an eye on as this Aiden things, as this Aiden thing continues to unfold, uh, hopefully resolve soon. Cause I'm tired of hearing about it. Honestly, I wanted some oh, new sad. stuff and I'll tell you what, we got some new stuff today. We, we got some new stuff today. So what's beyond me, what maybe you can tell me, JD, when, here in a second, but apparently there's no market for Colin Sexton, which for me is is just Blasphemy. baffling. It's it's baffling to me. It is ridiculous. And, and the only thing that we've heard for, you know, remotely anything on Colin Sexton is that there's been no market for him. But then today this popped up. There's been talks of a potential sign-in trade for Colin Sexton to the Jazz where Mike Conley would go to the Cavs. I don't see why the Cavs would do this, but, I mean, it's at least something for Colin Sexton. I mean, Colin Sexton, him and Garland were were just outstanding together. And then, of course, you know, Colin yeah. Sexton got hurt. Garland kind of took took the reins, and now he, he landed the big contract. Yeah. Uh, Shout-out Darius Garland. Um, which is something that um, I think we've talked about the last two seasons that we wanted Garland to have the ball more because he's a better facilitator. And and just let, let Colin Sexton be a two. Let yeah. Colin Sexton be the two. Y'all play big in all the other three positions. And we saw that it, it, it kind of worked last year. And as far as trading him for Mike Conley, dear God, Mike Conley is Mike Conley. Please retire. Now. Please retire. Mike, Please. Mike Conley sucks now. And we can't say it's for veteran leadership. They brought back Rondo and Ricky Rubio. <laughs> right. They already have they already have wash point guards like, on like, their team. Like, I'm not gonna call Ricky Rubio. Watch, Ricky Rubio was amazing last year. Uh, he, he barely played. He got traded to the Pacers and didn't play a single game. I mean, he, he, he his ACL was tore at that time. That's which true. Is why, which is why I don't know why they did it. But when Garland <laughs> had when Garland had went down, he still had um he still had Cleveland rolling. He put up a triple double one night. He uh, what was it? I, I remember one night he had like I think fifteen assists. Like he he still he Ricky Rubio is very productive. I wanted him to go to Boston before the Rod did trade. Honestly, but honestly, this is a question I got for you. Okay. Why wouldn't the Pacers go after? Colin I was Sexton? thinking about this, right? Because Why like it, the Pacers go after Colin Sexton. I agree because you could probably give it, get him on a cheap contract. Like That's we have, true. we don't need to pay him max money. Right now, Colin Sesson is in the Vith Oladipo predicament. He wants yeah. to prove that he could get back. We could probably sign him for 
seven million. I say mid level to eight nine million. Yeah, yeah, and and, and we we could trade healed. We could trade yeah. healed and, yeah. and Sexton probably plays over Dorte. We have Dorte coming off the bench. I like that a lot, honestly. I, I want to see what, I, I what him see and Halliburton do it. Right, him and Halliburton could be like dynamic, and then with solid Matherin, defenders, right? Solid defenders both know how to put the ball in the bucket. Right, a and lot then, of scoring on that with Matherin as well. I think it. I think yeah. it'd be outstanding. And then, and then y'all back a playoff team if DeAndre Ayton can come give y'all twenty two and 14, 22 and twelve. Absolutely. Like absolutely, like come, come come snatch up a play in um and and work your way through. Yeah, just be tough on people. Like like I don't I don't see they'll be better than the Wizards. Yeah, they, oh, they'll yeah. be better. They'll be better than the Wizards. I, I don't I don't. Yeah, I don't know why the Pacers don't jump on that. I, I agree, man. I think Colin Sexton still got a lot to a lot to do in this league, and he just needs an opportunity to do it. You know, and and I know yeah. the Pacers were linked to Colin Sexton. Yeah, I remember reading some about it. Or hell, another team. Um, I won't want him to necessarily play the point guard role over there, but they production kind of falls off when De'Aaron Fox goes out the game. I went mad seeing Seston come off the bench with Davion Mitchell. That would be interesting. I don't I you know how we feel about Sacramento though, man. Yeah, yeah, I, I know. I'm just saying like I, it would I be interesting. Him, I I could see him actually making some sets over there. Yeah, I could I could see it. Like it's it's a couple teams I just give like just give them opportunity. I mean could we say that he'll be a bad look for um Milwaukee bench? Like that would be I, I feel like that that kind of puts Milwaukee back in the mix. Like like think about it. When Drew go out, what what actual guard do they have that come in? Like none hey, of right. them ha- None of them actually have real guard skills. They play no. Marvel. They they either non dribbling twos or threes. Right, right, and, and that was kind of the that was what kind of down Milwaukee. Honestly, was their bench in the playoffs. They literally outside of Bobby Portis or Brooke Lopez coming in. They had <laughs> they had nothing to offer. Right, right, I, because they were playing Connaughton. They were starting Connaughton. Yeah, and I mean, uh, yeah, Middleton was hurt, but honestly, I think, I, yeah, I, I think they need to bring in somebody with actual some type of guard skill for that second unit. Drew Holiday shouldn't have to play thirty-eight minutes tonight. No, no, not anymore. Like, like it, it, it should feel like he should be able to get at least a quarter of rest, like. He should be able to sit down four minutes of every quarter. And right. We feel, and we feel confident knowing that at the very least, our backup is coming in and can do something. And I don't, it, I don't know. I think it's a couple teams that, that could benefit, but I would love to see the Pacers definitely oh, that'd be, be so fun. Be the front runners for that. I, I agree. Mean, Brooklyn for crying out loud. Yeah, at this point, at this, I, and I feel like that kind of sweetens the pot, and that that kind of transitions me to this, JD. 
of a couple things we've heard for, from Brooklyn today, uh, especially Kyrie Irving saying he wants to stay in Brooklyn. I believe that the entire time. So, so why, that. so why do, why do this? Why make a whole thing about this? What is, what is it? What is that accomplishing? Right. I, I don't yeah. understand that. And then, and then at Kevin Durant, uh, you know, Brooklyn hasn't been impressed by any offers so far. Um, and they're saying they're basically telling teams right now through the grapevine that if you want Kevin Durant, you guys need to up your offers. And yeah. I think that's totally fair. By, by Sean Marks. Kevin Durant is a top five player in this league. Yeah. You don't just trade him. You, you're not going to get, you're not going to get Kevin Durant for the same haul that DeJounte Murray and, and Rudy Gobert got. No, because they're not even in the not. same stratosphere as Kevin Durant. No, like I think it would literally take all of the Knicks eight first round picks, tradable first round picks to get Kevin Durant. And you'd probably have to throw in a player or two. Yeah. I mean, that's what that's what we're talking about here. And, and uh, props to, to Sean Marks for basically operating like he's going to keep these guys. You know, he re-signs Patty Mills. He, he re-signs should. TJ Warren. Royce um, he, he trades for Royce O'Neal, basically trades a first round pick because he knows he's going to recoup that if he moves one of those guys anyway. Yeah. Kyrie or KD. So, I mean, who cares at that point? Um, I believe they re-signed Goran Dragic. Is that right? Did, no, uh, Dragic went to the Bulls. That's right. He did go to the Bulls. He did go to the Bulls. Sorry. Um, but, I mean, they're signing these guys and operating like those two guys are going to be back. Yeah. And good for them for staying pat, man, and, and not giving in to, to this bull crap that, that Kyrie and KD are giving. KD signed a, signed a four-year deal, and you just don't demand out. Yeah, I, I, I would absolutely operate as if I'm keeping them until I see somebody come in with, like, the thing is, this may be their only chance, like, with a healthy roster to win. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't be just demanding a trade right now anyway, unless it's one of those things where KD is trying to invoke fear as saying, I will leave. But personally, I don't think it makes sense to leave right now because this might be our best chance to win. Because yeah. now, now, honestly, Claston is the only guy who can be in Ben Simmons' way in the paint. And if we choose to run small... We have our point guard that is 6'10". Kevin Durant is seven feet. Kyrie Irving, we know, arguably, in my opinion, hands down the most skilled basketball player ever. Like, just, uh, pure, yes. just pure skill. Yes. You you can match that with Patty Mills shooting if you, if you choose to. Or even if you don't. I mean... They got they got uh Joe Harris still, which I hope they trade because he was absolutely pitiful in the playoffs versus the Bucks a couple of years ago. Yeah, that missed that missed wide open shot was like like bad. he like he's disgusting to me. Um but they got other play like Royce O'Neal. They they can throw him and Patty in and say, All right, look. Just play just play aggressive D. If we give up a bucket, we run it. And they can do that with no problem. Yeah. Because Ben Simmons will dominate the paint. We, like, 
he will be able to dominate the paint and play his game. Imagine playing Kyrie and being in a pick and roll. Can, oh. can, can teams double up on Kyrie now? You now putting Ben Simmons in the Draymond Green role. Right. Right. And, I, I don't see why you would want to leave this. And I mean, KD and KD's used to being doubled off the of screens. Put Ben Simmons down. You're going to leave Royce O'Neal in for a corner three or Patty Mills for a corner three. All right, I'm going to leave Royce O'Neal. We know Patty Mills going to knock it down. But then you got another guy named Kyrie Irving who can catch the ball on the wing, Ben Simmons set a screen, and now it's his turn. Now you got to make another decision. Either way it goes, somebody's going to end up open. Right. And, and this is what they – this is how they was competing with um, Milwaukee. Milwaukee, we're going to force y'all to have to stop us from scoring. And they and they pushed it seven games. Yeah, they, they pushed it seven games, dominating the first two games because Milwaukee literally couldn't stop couldn't stop Kyrie and KD. Now you put them in a situation where they have an actual defender and Ben Simmons and an above average defender Royce O'Neal. We can take those odds. Absolutely, absolutely. That's that's just that's what's so baffling about this entire situation. It's like the East is probably the easier conference to be in right now. And you have, you know, a trio of guys that are some, you know, three all-stars, some of the top guys in the league, and you just want out. I mean, and especially talking about Kevin Durant's legacy, right? You want to, not only do you want to leave the team that you assembled, right. And you, but you want to join a team like Phoenix, who's been to the finals in the past two years. Miami. Right. Uh, yeah, Miami. And, and you want to <laughs> and not to mention you want uh Jimmy, Bam, and Lowry to be there. Yeah. That's like, unreasonable. You want you want all the also and then the right. Bulls was on this list and I'm like, okay, hell well, I, I'm fine with getting rid of DeRozan for Katie, but at the same time, that might be one of his requests. DeRozan must stay. Right, that means Levine's gone. Yeah, and he probably won't Levine to stay. So now we got to get rid of Vucevic to center. Right. Like, I don't know. I, I don't get Just silly, man. It's like KD want to go to where everything is already assembled and he just fit in. But Kevin Durant, you're not somebody who can just be traded for one asset. Like, the thing oh. was, he KD could have just signed with Brooklyn. He told Golden State to do a signing trade because yeah. uh, if, if if it was gonna be them receiving D'Angelo Russell, I'm not I'm not fine with y'all trading us straight up. So okay, now we got to throw a pick enough for Kevin Durant too. Which is funny because that trade basically enabled the Warriors to win a title this year. Well, it it allowed them to walk to Andrew Wiggins and say, right. hey, Thanks, D-Lo. Can't forget about you, Katie. Right. I, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's, it's such a mess. Katie's made a mess of his legacy so far. Like the best, the only way to recuperate it is to dominate and win the ring in um, Brooklyn. And honestly, Katie getting old. I would not want to trade as a young team 
no my future, my future prospects for him no like, no unless you were ready to win right now like exactly. you could you could do like the toronto thing like toronto that's why miami is so big on it that's why um uh phoenix so big on it but even with phoenix y'all have enough young guys to where y'all not paying everybody everything so uh right now i i will wait until chris paul retire or until I could get rid of that contract and try to get KD. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. Because Chris Paul opted in. I just don't try to pay him that much. That way you can afford to get Kevin Durant. Yeah. One last scenario for KD before we uh, wrap up here. Would it make sense for, you know, if if uh, Golden State got KD, traded away some of their young guys, if it gets him a title or two more. Yes and no. I think it's stupid because I don't want to get rid of our future. We can literally say Jordan Kaminga, and Wiseman growing into that Golden State system. like And Moses much, Moody. And Moses Moody. As much as all these other um, young teams got superstars growing into like them, Golden State is doing with this group what they did with Steph Clay. Like, yes, yes they, grew, yes, they are. We can groom them into being young superstars in a superstar-like system, and they thrive. Yeah, yeah. It's so, it's really then, fun to watch, honestly. And, and, and then Wiggins would, be, would have to be part of that same deal. And it's yeah. like, I, I don't. If 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 it was a chance, I could still keep Wiseman and Jordan Poole, and I got to get rid of Wiggs and Kaminga. Okay, I do it. And, and Moody. If I got to get rid of those three, I do it. But if I got to get rid of Wiseman at all, and another player, any other player, it's hard. Because I can see Kaminga going into a better offensively skilled Draymond Green. Oh yeah, I agree. He's got the body for it. He's really he, and he's more athletic. Super, super athletic. He, we, we just saw the first play of the game with him and Wasman. I've never saw Kaminga throw a lot. Right. And I say, ooh, if he could play like this off of Wasman, that is something. We know what Jordan Poole can do. Oh, we dude, he's what, he's we, he's a cold killer, man. We know what Jordan Poole can do. And then Wasman coming in healthy and Moses Moody, it seemed like every time, like we didn't see much of him in the season, but every time we do get a chance to see him, his defense is on point. He's knocking down the shot. He's making the right play. He's a Golden State type of guy. Yep. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Like I, I really, I don't know. Only way I really have to sit down and talk with Steph, Clay, and Draymond and be like, look, Y'all got to get him to commit to this until he retire. Right, right. Yeah, I mean that's that's the thing is if we're if we're doing it, we're going all in, and we're gonna we're gonna try to win titles like literally every single year. It's title or bust. Yeah. Period. Like, like that's the only way I can be comfortable with trying to trying to do this. Outside I of that, I, I, I'm against it. I agree. I agree with you. Well, JD. Thanks for coming on tonight. We Absolutely, had some great discussions, bro. man. It's fun to get back with you and pod again. Oh yeah, man. 
that's some good times there. I missed it. But folks, check JD out on the latest Power Hour. He's on there pretty dang often. Uh, so make sure you check him out, him and AB. Me and Caleb will be back next week. I believe we're going to start our NFL previews as NFL season is quickly approaching. Previews are always fun. We'll have plenty of guests, of course. And once again, folks, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.